Welcome to episode 162 of the Mid-Off Cricket Podcast. Mid-Off, because by midway through, you'll probably want to switch off. I'm your host, Mick, and let me introduce you to the rest of the team. The man that said Dave want to model his game on. Welcome, David. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> is, he, is he boring and shit and slow now, is he? I'm trying to square leg. Next up is the man from the wrong side of the tracks. Come good. Welcome, Alex. Yep, don't look at me funny or I'll shiver your cunts. <laughs> and lastly, our resident guru, welcome, Ross. <laughs> oh, thank you. I am a guru and I am resident, so very good. All righty, welcome to the Frederick House Sock Company Studios. This is a Taichi production brought to you by Big Lug Enterprises. So we're going to kick off with the thing that was literally happening happening hours after we turned the recording off last uh, episode, <laughs> and that is the T20 World Cup final. That's right, people. It has been two weeks since that World Cup final happened. So it's been a long fucking Read two from weeks. Design. My mindset is purified. <laughs> Read from desire. My mindset is purified. Free why? From I don't understand why you're singing that. Because yeah. that's the song of the Australian team, my friend. It's like, um, yeah. oh, right. For, for Australian America's Cup, Australia 2. Uh, We're free from desire. Minds and sense are purified. <laughs> so, uh, from for those at home who may not remember because it was so fucking long ago, <laughs> Australia played New Zealand in the final. No uh, spoilers, please, Rick. No spoilers. Yeah. All right, mate. New Zealand is shit. The New South Africa. Yeah, if you don't want to know the results, look away now. <laughs> All righty. So Australia won the toss and elected to have a bowl. It's about the only good thing Finch did for this whole fucking game. But uh, so New Zealand would make four for 172. Unsurprisingly, Kane Williamson top scored with 85. Uh, it was Josh Hazelwood who led the Australian bowl and taking three for 16. Um, the Aussies would chase the 172. They would get 173, two wickets down, do it easy. Yep. Big Bison, Mitch Marsh, makes 77 red, and Dave Warner would make 53. Trent Bolt would pick up the only two wickets for New Zealand, getting two for 18. Man of the match, unsurprisingly, was the goddamn fucking Bison, Mitch Marsh. And around him. Get him in the test side. Yeah, should have. <laughs> and I believe as well that I may be wrong, and someone will correct me, I think Dave Warner was man of the tournament. Yes. He was. Yeah. All righty. Yeah, so... um. I stand by that. I still reckon if you go back about four podcasts ago and we're making predictions and everyone said we wouldn't win a game, I said I got the feeling that um, in these circumstances of when Australia should never win shit, they win. So I'm going to <laughs> I got a pretty good feeling I said that from memory just just because I wanted to disagree with everyone else. Yeah, wanted to be the ever contrarian yeah. that you Which are. Which is unsurprising. Yeah. Really <laughs> it. Yes, Roscoe. Uh, yeah, I, I wasn't confident that we would beat New Zealand, but then when they fell in the big hole, and they st- oh, we jokingly said, no way, you'd stay up and watch it. And then I did. <laughs> it, was a, it was a long night. Um, New Zealand fell in a hole as soon as, uh, straight away, like they're three for nothing. I was like, of course we're going to win this. It's Australia versus New Zealand in a final. This is what happens. And uh, points to loyal listener Chris Henstock, he pointed that out to us. He said, guys, we're always going to win when you come against New Zealand in a final. Good point. Even Kane Williamson's heroics and... Josh Hazelwood dropping an absolute soda when he was on about 40, and then he made 80, but he made ha- half their runs. So, yeah, the rest of them was shit. So, um, 
it's all, it's New Zealand's own fault, really. They refuse to put up the dual Mustaka trophy, and once again, yep. when it's on the line, they can't get the job done, that's so it. they lose. So it's on them, really. But, get what you deserve, and that's, that's true of exactly everything in life. Right. <laughs> all righty, so yeah, there's not really too much else we can pick the eyes out of there. Um, <laughs> and it happened two weeks ago, so let's yeah, move on. I can't remember. If you really it's want to know about it, I'm sure there's an article somewhere online you can fucking read. Oh, can we talk about the celebrations? Complaining about the trade, yeah. the plane ride home or some shit. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, so the celebrations were filled, which I'm not a huge fan of. Personally. A little sections of them were yeah, sanitized. But it, I was to, to learn that even at the top echelon of team sports, they still celebrate like winning a grand final exactly the same way as the world's worst football teams that win a grand final <laughs> do, which is lots of yelling and screaming and throwing beer around and dancing. Yeah. Essentially what they did, I was like, oh, it's heartwarming. That's because they're freed from desire. Yeah. <laughs> The other thing that was good, Alex, yeah. that I noticed on the celebrations was after they'd had, you know, their pre-planned little photo shoot sessions. And yeah. I, I loved looking and see who's front and centre, who's right in the middle of it. Uh, yeah. Kane Richardson in one photo. <laughs> Just in there with the big champagne bottle, right in the middle of everyone. Didn't play a game. <laughs> right in the back. <laughs> and uh, the other two or three players who didn't play a game were also noticeably in there, but you know, that's all right. Uh, the travelling reserves didn't seem to get into the party, but they were at the game or the semi-final. Dan Christian and whoever else was the travelling reserve, they didn't seem to join the celebrations, but um, maybe they were there. Anyway, the other great thing was they'd finished up and then they had to walk out of the stadium and onto the bus to take them to their hotel. Yeah. And there was the Champions Parade of yep. people holding up cricket bats for him. And as mimicked by David, the bongo drums are out in force. Oh, you've got to have some drums at a world, a big yeah. sporting event. There's I always drums. Like... Yeah. And the best was the assistant coach who just sort of nodded and walked straight through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think my favourite thing about the post-match was the report that the Englishman had to stay around an extra couple of days, watch us win the trophy, and then catch a plane, the chartered plane, back to Australia with us so they could both quarantine basically together for the Ashes. So that kind of warmed my heart. <laughs> One of my favourite bits there, Mick, was um, seeing Steve Smith get off the plane. And I know why he's got a sore arm or elbow, as he yeah. often does. It's the amount of shitty packs to take overseas <laughs> with him. <laughs> Two cricket pads. Another bag. <laughs> Yeah, and his guitar case. Oh, <laughs> fucking hell. Uh, he was flying drones during the IPL oh, too. Yeah. So he's into drones. Of yeah, course he's he... Fucking coffee machine. Coffee machine. That's what he had on top of the box. <laughs> the coffee machine was on top of his massive trolley he's pushing through the airport. He is a proper cricket weird cunt. <laughs> massive weirdo. And uh, uh, also uh, the, in the celebrations, right, it must be a fucking nightmare for the media person um, it works for Cricket Australia to get all the different combinations of players that play together in other teams and get them together so they can send the photo off like the Renegades and, yeah. oh, ex-skippers together winning and, well, how yeah. good, or, you know, I played the VIS under-19, so the VIS <laughs> under-19's Twitter's got a post. These two blokes once shook hands. <laughs> they walked into West Ivano Cricket Club together, so West Ivano's own Maxi, but you know, crazy. It must take hours because it's just you know eleven. What uh, you know the probability stuff, Ross? Was it eleven uh, C? Eleven, 11 to the power. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. Eleven of choose eleven. Yeah, shit. Yeah, that ended uh, dry. Yeah. 
That'd be one mighty yeah, Excel spreadsheet. That's all I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, shit, yeah. And the other good thing, you would have liked this, because he looks like sort of bloke who'd be friends with Daniel Ricardo. Um, Marcus Stoinis did a shoey, did he? Or is it Matthew Wade? I can't remember. Either way, whichever one goes. Last Stoinis. game for Australia. Go away. Yeah. No one, no one does that in Australia. No one wants you putting it on the world stage. Stop drinking out of your fucking shoe. It's fucking it's disgusting. disgusting. Yeah. And it's... who picked up? Who called him out on it? Chow Bakta. Yeah. Mm, good it's on you, Chow. So disgusting. When you get called out about disgusting shit by Chow Bakta, you're mm. probably like, like man who missed a test match for electrolysis on his genital warts. Yeah. Ah. Calls you disgusting. <laughs> Good hard fucking look at yourself. Oh. Yeah, that's one of those ones where you just go home and sit in front of the mirror for two hours going, what have I done? Yeah. Yeah. Turn all the lights off. Yeah. Just got time. smashed by the Royal Pidney Express. <laughs> the shoes are disgusting, and whichever fucking idiot out there decided this is our Australian celebration thing, you are a fucking idiot. It's a scourge. It is yes. We need to take it to the Hague. We need I them think, involved somehow to stop this. Walk having, watched, having watched um, the second innings or something like that of the um, semi-final and then the final, which were at the same venue in Dubai, I think, the ground announcers at that place unbelievable if you watch the highlights you don't really get a feel for it but when you watch when you watch the whole thing and you know there's the break between overs the commentators were talking it was like they had the you know sometimes you go wow the stump mic's up loud today and you can hear everything it's like they had the ground effects up loud the whole game <laughs> and all you could hear between overs was the ground announcer trying to whip them up into a frenzy go, hey, everyone we're gonna do this one now you're ready Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that job would be quite embarrassing at times. It, it would too. There's a male and a female, and they would alternate overs of um, whipping the crowd up into a frenzy. And funnily enough, it started off. I thought, oh, this is terrible. It looked like there's about four thousand people in there, but um, something happened, and it took people a long time to get in. And by the end, actually, it was full. Okay. But, yeah, when it started, we got about ten percent in there. It's probably like when you go to the G for Sheffield Shield game, there's only one gate with one old, like, 80-year-old bloke checking the, checking the cards to see if they're paid so they can get in. Checking your Met card. Make sure it's today's Met card with the right date on. <laughs> make sure it's not a two-hour one and it's an all-day one. Met card moving Melbourne. All righty. So, speaking of um, – People taking things out of their pants and showing other people. Um, let's talk about Tim Payne. So, um, <laughs> One of the all-time great segues in me. <laughs> so, uh, as we know, Tim Payne has been forced to stand. Not forced. Well, he's chosen to be. He stood there. I think they might have forced him, actually. Anyway, he's not fucking captain. That's all we fucking need. Yeah, all playing. playing. So, and now he's not playing because he's going to be taking a mental health break. And um, it was nice of the Barmy Army to now decide that he's because he's got a mental health issue, they're not going to talk about him and make fun of him. Where if yeah. he had applied and he battled through his mental health issue, they would happily fucking do it. <laughs> I think the horse is not quite high enough, uh, Barmy Army, but good on you for fucking trying anyway. Um, so, yeah, as we know, the story's... I'll just... I'll get to you, Ross. As we know, the story's done the rounds. So, back in the day, old Tim Payne has uh, been flirting with a lady... Mature fucking lady, judging by the photos from uh, Cricket Tasmania. Um, she's um, said a few things to him. He said a few things to her. And he's taken that as I'm going to send you a picture of my old fella, which he did, which she 
apparently didn't appreciate and it went through all the things. Cricket it went through all the bullshit, got signed off, rah, rah, rah. He was allowed to come back. He was allowed to t- captain the side. Now it's come out again four years later because this lady's having a different couple of um, legal disputes with Cricket Tasmania over her um, forced out of her employment there. Um, and now it's come back out in the public. Her lawyers have said, we didn't leak it, which is just convenient for them that it come out this time. But poor old Tim Payne has now um, been double jeopardied and been punished a second time for something apparently he was not guilty of the first time anyway. But um, we'll let everyone else have a chat on this. Uh, shout out to Cricket Tasmania, who in the most cricket way told Cricket Australia to go fuck themselves. And I really appreciated Cricket Tasmania's work during the week. But um, yes, Roscoe, what are your thoughts on this? Situation? Oh, I think I think uh, Tim Payne's, you know, it's a broad umbrella, uh, mental health. I think uh, actually what he's suffering from is regret. Yeah. And um, that's not that's not actually a mental health condition. Mm. Yeah. It's just Consequences to your actions. Yeah. 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 Uh, look, weird one. Uh, I think uh, he needs to have fucking good hard look at himself and wake up. And why he got swept under the carpet, I don't know. But anyway, it's not a surprise to the people involved that it came out because Tim Payne had said that every summer basically it seems to come up media getting contact with him say we're going to go to print or we're going to put a tv show out with this story but then it didn't come to fruition so maybe people have been media types have been sitting on it for a while i don't know don't really care it's a pretty stupid story to be honest just don't do it wouldn't be a problem yeah, then his fucking brother-in-law did the same fucking thing. I, yeah <laughs> it, i don't Weirdos. like Weirdos. what a bunch yeah. of fucking losers yeah, like, exactly. like Tim Payne is a massive fucking loser. It was before <laughs> work they was doing this flirting, right? It was in the morning. Like it wasn't in the transcripts. She's like, I've got to go to work. Yeah, yeah. it was like the morning of the test match in Brisbane. And I'm like, why? Why? I don't yeah, understand. Like, I've, yeah. I've never felt that need <laughs> to do that. Like I don't understand it. I don't it's get it. He was 33 test. at the time. He's not 21. Yeah, I don't get it either. Like, oh. see, he's unlucky though. You see, <clears throat> Kumar Sangakara sent a dick pic. His phone was hacked. Ian Botham sent a dick pic. His phone was hacked. Tim Payne sent a dick pic. His phone wasn't hacked. How unlucky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's the only thing people would do when they hack your phones is yeah. find the photo of the dick that you haven't sent anyone <laughs> you have. yeah, on, your on your phone. On your phone. Yeah, but you, you, yeah. yeah. you took and have stored as AAA dick, you know, so anyone <laughs> can find it really quickly and then just start sending it. That's to everyone <laughs> in the phone. Folder AAAAA dick pic folder. <laughs> <laughs> Look at everyone in your phone, just one or two people. <laughs> you're a hacker. And you want to be sly and mysterious and woo, smoking mirrors. So you just do subtle things. Yeah. Let them know, hack your phone. I sent dick pics to just two people. Yeah, yeah I uh, f- found it crazy that it wasn't. He wasn't sort of disciplined more at the time, and that apparently was fine for. The code of conduct that Australia had at the time, and they, you know, put out that elite massive honesty. paper. Yeah, lead honesty and shit. I find it crazy. I think Cricket Australia probably said went something along the lines of, uh, he's a figurehead now. If we get rid of him, we will be in absolute turmoil, considering the Smith and Warner crap." Yeah, at the time, yeah. and I think they made a judgment at the time. It probably is outside. We'll find a little loophole in our yeah. terms or code of conduct, and we'll keep him on because he can't lose our captain now. Um, and I think it's come back to bite them now. Yep. Well, what they should have done, you see, is um, 
discussion Tim Payne quickly. If they knew they were sitting on a time bomb, yeah, right. So they, they could have retired him after the India series mm. or even prior to these Ashes. They didn't need to pick him in this squad. I know they've hardly played, so yeah. it's a bit harsh, or whatever. But he was pretty shit against India. You know, sledging blokes with bullshit sledges and stuff like that. Like he lost the plot, those Sydney yeah. Brisbane tests. Yeah. They could have pulled the pin on them and just high-fived each other and gone, yes, that never came out when he was Australian yeah. captain and we're not going to play one overseas because we'll say COVID. And so then we'll come back to the Ashes with um, squeaky clean um, Pat Cummins as captain. Perfect. But they just yeah. didn't even, they weren't sly enough to even think like, right, as soon as we can, we've got to get rid of Tim Payne so this thing we've got hidden about him doesn't blow up on us. Instead, yeah. they just kept going, oh, yeah, more Tim Payne, more Tim Payne. No. I, see, I personally him. think what happened was they Keep went him. to Tim and they said, is this your penis, Tim? And he said, yes. And they went, that's elite honesty. You're the man to lead us. And fucking <laughs> off they went. Like, yeah. <laughs> we can, we can uh, pardon any transgression <laughs> because you were honest about it. You owned up to it later. Oh, and I suppose we'll move on without being hosty, Mick. Um, for uh, anyway. uh, but uh, the... George Bailey pulling himself out of selection. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wake up, George. You got a job. You called a select. You got a select bloke. You're done. Well, that's it. If you don't want the job, resign. Don't take the paycheck and go home. If you can't do yeah. the job, don't fuck what you had in the ring to do the job. Where's going to be some bloke from Tasmania in the fucking mix? And yeah, you only retired about three years ago. So yeah, you do know a lot of these cunts. Who yeah. fucking bad, mate? Pass judgment on them. That's your fucking job. Hey, hey. Yeah, um, for, for background, if people don't know, George it Bailey counts. removed himself from, from selection. George Bailey's a cunt. Removed himself from selection. <laughs> <laughs> um, from the selection committee when discussing um, Tim Payne's selection because they have a business together, I think, and are quite yeah. good friends. And he said, I, you know, because we have a business together, I'm going to take half his paycheck for getting that selected. I don't understand how. It's a very, very, like, long bow to draw to think that you Well, maybe that's why Tim Payne is still dagging around the test team because George yeah. wouldn't pull the trigger on him because he's his mate. Ship off. Oh, there you go. That's yeah, a good chap and on theory. Should have pulled like the trigger on him after the India series. That's a dis- disgrace. Yeah. Absolute time. disgrace. But I, but I did love yeah. he went back and played like it was a Tassie second 11 game second 11, yeah. and took six catches. And everyone's like, Oh, he's back in form. Oh, I've, but I've fucking catching's week. not the problem. The cunt can't make any fucking run. As we fucking know, the gloves do all the work. Fucking yeah. Yeah. he's never gone down the Brad Haddon hula hoop mode. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> runs, <laughs> it's been an issue. He made two single figure scores in that game. No, they're oh, circling. Yeah. Vultures are circling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so the wash out of that, as we said, Tim Payne's gone. He won't play. So we're looking we're looking for a keeper. Um, Alex Carey made a, which we'll talk about later, but he made a ton today in domestic one-day cricket. So as we know, that'll make him a shoe in to play test cricket because we, as yeah. we know, that translates, translates what, straight over yeah. into yeah. Like test cricket. So yeah. he's, this um, day equals test cricket. Yeah, well, it's, it's better than first-class games, in my opinion, to prepare yourself for a Maybe test, you could yeah. play a 50-over game. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Maybe a T20 um, if you have a good first-class yeah. game, yeah. yeah. So as we know, this also led to another position that had to be filled, and that was the position of test captain. And for the first time in almost, I think it, I don't want to say forever because it must have happened before, but for the first time in a long time, we will have a permanent fast bowler as our 
test captain, and that is young Patty Cummings. Or Cummins, even, because he doesn't have a G on the end of his name. But he, um, he'll be our test skipper. I think he's the 47th test captain from memory. He is. The other day. Yep. And in what I personally believe, and everyone else will have their own opinions, can be seen. And this this breaks my heart a little bit. I have this opinion because I share it with a very fucking stupid man who has the same opinion. <laughs> Steve Smith should not have been, but he has been named vice captain. It should have been given to someone else who could actually grow in the role. But... You know what? We're cricket Australia and we just do things differently. So fucking good yeah. on them. <laughs> <laughs> ah, look, we dragged them out for being stupid with the VCs when they gave it to Bison and Josh Hayes. Or Travis then they gave it to Travis Head and um, Pat Cummins. So they at least got one of the four, right? I guess by the fishing method. Just, oh, who could we make vice captain and find Throw a grenade in the lake and see what comes yeah. to the top. Yeah. I do agree with you, though. Steve Smith, what's the point? He's going to be a leader, whether he's got C or VC. He's still going to try and set the field no. for every they want him. They want him to be captain, but they can't be perceived to giving him as captain. So oh, yeah. it's like they James wait for Pat Cummins to injure himself, and then he just becomes captain again. Yeah. It's yeah. like when James Faulkner had the captain when Shane Warren was at the Melbourne Stars. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the slow overrate. Cricket's oh. fucked, isn't it? <laughs> Cricket's so shit. But isn't the, thing, the thing that fucking shits me about, and this is pretty much covers all sport as well, but this is a perfect fucking situation of it. So we're told from a very young age, you do the crime, you do the time, and then you just move on and you keep going. And you're back. So Steve Smith did the crime. Not really. He, he was in charge of the crime. Let's say he was the don of the crime. And he did his time. So now he's meant to have he's meant to have a clean slate. So why can't he be captain if they wanted to be captain? I don't think he should be personally, but if they want it that badly, they should have given it to him. And if if they don't have enough faith in him making him captain, then he shouldn't have any leadership role because you don't have faith in him to do it. So therefore, it should be like me personally, and I, it hates me. I'm going to say this because means I agree with Warney, but I actually think Marner should have been vice captain personally. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Probably, this is... he probably is the next bloke in line behind Paddy Cummings in the current setup. Who probably will be, who should be captain. Yeah, it's the most logical choice. He's going to continue to play in the side, unlike Bison. <laughs> but they made him add track head for that. Why do you want a Bison in the squad so he could make him fucking vice captain? He's not even the squad, Shane. Like, <laughs> I know he had favourites, mate, but Jesus. They should be. Really, should have been captain. They should have gone for a DVC. Cricket brain, Warner. Yeah. Oh, best cricket brain. Yeah, best cricket. Dave Warner, best cricket player. Oh, it's not what the lobotomy said, was it? <laughs> <laughs> DVC, though, seriously, should have gone for a couple of DVCs. I think Cameron Green's oh, yeah. unlucky not to get in the leadership. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Bryce Gibbs style before yeah, he plays yeah. a game, chucking yeah, with the leadership yeah. group. <laughs> well, he'd be in my leadership group as an emerging leader. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah Hilton Cart right in there, just pick him, put him in the squad around the other blokes. Yeah, and then basically anyone who's not in the leadership group will feel aggrieved, and yep. then might want to play. Hmm. Nathan well, Lyon, but it's stiff not to be vice captain. I'd say too. we're we're all leaders, Ross. It's a behaviour, not a title, so it should uh, be. It's a lead, know, Fifteen people should be in the leadership group, you know, including yeah. the coach, captain, <laughs> so get some and media manager. Yeah, <laughs> oh, Grant Doody. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh mate, imagine if. How hard he'd get if they made him in the leadership group. Okay, now. All right, Tim Payne. Calm down. I've got this photo on my uh, phone just for, just for safekeeping, by the Have way. Have a look at me, hog, because I'm in the yeah. leadership group. Yeah. <laughs> Why did you just send me a message, Alex? <laughs> 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 I, I we were just talking. Hi, Ross. How's things? Good. <laughs> Bang. 
There it is, out of context. I'm just getting my breakfast ready, mate. <laughs> just getting ready for work, having a coffee, just putting a sugary. Whoa! Putting a salt in my coffee. Happy, <laughs> happy days. Oh, hooey dooley. Uh, righty. So, um, yeah. So, Paddy's captain. Good luck to him. Hopefully, uh, he goes all right because you don't want to. got to play every test, yeah, so. which is not good news for our rotation policy. No. No. He's sort of reason since I mean the fifteen years he went in and out of fucking back problems. He's reasonably durable these days. I yes, feel though. He hasn't been because we only play four tests a year. Hasn't yeah, it's true. Yeah, true. Old days, two tests a year. Yeah. Takes that long to get over there on a boat. That's right. Yeah, so three months on a boat to get there. Yeah, it's a long time. They put him they in ice. Shuffleboard. Make sure he's all right to go when they get there. <laughs> but um. All right, so we'll, get, we'll go through. Uh, so we've got the national squad and Australia A squad. Oh, that's right, it starts soon. Fuck. Have been announced. Yeah, so there's some. Um, there's going to be some, uh, for lack of a better term, intra country matches. The England are going to play the England Lions and Australia and Australia A are going to play. So um, so the Ashes squad at present, I've the one that I had, the article had Tim Payne in it. I've removed Tim Payne because he's not in the squad. Yeah, obviously. fuck him. So uh, Paddy Cummins is the skipper. Steve Smith is his VC. We've also got. Two tall Cam Green, my man Marcus Harris, uh, Noni Hazelwood, Travis Head, Usman Kawaja, Marnus Lubbershane, Nathan Liner, Mick Moore or Nessa, Jahai Richardson, Mitchell Stark, Mitchell Wood, Broom, you, Sweet Sun, and yeah. Cricket's greatest mind, David Warner. Yeah. That is our Ashes squad. There is still room for someone else to come in, so. Keep an eye out for a Alex Carey, Josh Philippe, or one of those. Jimmy Pearson. Jimmy Pearson. I know Ross is a big Jimmy Pearson man. Strange how, like, the home team has a squad. Like, the whole country is the fucking squad. Mm. I don't see the point of picking squad at home, but I wonder if this is some archaic bullshit kind of... definitely, like team sheets. Like, written team sheets. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Sign the team sheet. Write like the team sheet, sign the team sheet, the end of team sheet. Pull out the pink bit at the back, give it to the umpire. All right, Tim Payne, Jesus. Squad's <laughs> um, <laughs> actually mattered. You wouldn't have people like fucking Ryan Sidebottom playing one fucking test for England. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, anyway. Uh, anyway. So the, the Australia <laughs> Ace squad, um, they have a name for captain or a vice captain. So in alphabetical order, is Sean Abbott, straight breaks Ashton Agar. Our man, the bull mastiff, Scotty Boland, oh, uh, Alex Carey, oh. uh, Henry Hunt, Josh Inglis, Nick Maddinson, the vice and Mitch Marsh, Matty Renshaw, and what the feckity, it's Mark Steckity. And Bryce Street makes up that Australia 18. So, Bryce uh, Street, fucking hell. Yeah. What? That's a weird out of the yeah, blue. There's a lot of um, <laughs> a lot of Queenslanders and South Australians in it simply for, I think, Quarantining, ah, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, because I was gonna say, because, um, because like Bolo and Marcus Harris and a couple of other blokes had to go into a two week quarantine, so they didn't play in the most recent Victorian Shield match. Madison, and that's that probably why you need to name a squad, right? Yeah. Now, these uh, days, COVID, yeah, especially with the Omicron yeah. variant coming in now. Yeah. What a name, Robocop yeah. company, probably Omicron. It actually sounds like a transformer. Yeah. Who are you? Omicron. What I am hoping is that um, obviously no one likes COVID, but I do hope that perhaps the state of Queensland goes into a 
two-week hard lockdown now just to fuck the palms up. Um, Is there a wine region in Queensland? Like, Surely there. <laughs> it's a global pandemic, you bellend. You can't control it. Like, yeah. Get over yourselves. Get over yourselves. You mm. All righty. Uh, the next thing was, um, I think, uh, very, very Most important. No. Very important <laughs> that squad's come out <clears throat> and it's given me food for thought on how they're going to rotate the fast bowlers because I've had a look at the schedule. Usually they'd have weekends off between, like they do two tests in a row, then a weekend off. There's no weekends off. Oh, Just into it. Well, wait. The first test starts on a Wednesday. Oh, it's because they started later, right? Yeah, yeah, because of the World Cup. Yep. So it starts on a Wednesday, then they go to Adelaide, and it starts on a Thursday. Fuck yeah. Yep, back to back. But then uh, they, that test finishes on, what's that, uh-huh. Monday, uh-huh. and then they play again Sunday because Sunday's Boxing Day. It's got a three-day break, a five-day break. They go up to Sydney, doesn't start to the fifth, so a five-day break, and then a four-day break into Perth. The Australia Day Test match. Yeah. So it's tiny. There's something like 40, 25 days cricket in 43 days. Fuck, there's going to be some injuries here, beauty. Yeah. And the question the is, who's going to replace Mitchell Stark? Yeah, so my thought is, obviously Cummins is going to play the five now, yeah. so good luck with that. Anyway, <clears throat> Stark, you've got to pick the ones you actually want him to play in. You want to play an Adelaide pink ball test. Yeah. And then I'd say, well, you play at the SCG. Why not? Yeah. Oh, or Perth, yeah. Yeah. One or the other. One of those two. Yeah. So and then uh, fuck off. Yeah, yeah. Don't the two. Two shows he's got him. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Give, give us a bit of yeah. him. Well, I reckon J Ho Richardson yeah, that's the yeah. And then you've got to come out of retirement. Pick yeah. the one um Hazelwood's gonna miss. No the third one. Mm. So then you look at um, mm. Mm. concerning Trent, concerning. worrying development. Maybe you play the first three and then start comes in for him or something. I don't know. It's a tough one. They're going to blow up if they reckon they're going to play um, those same four bowlers in every test match, plus um, Cameron Green giving him eight wickets left over every day. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God Manus has been practicing his mediums as well, also. Oh, yeah, they're going well. Element of surprise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Warner to bowl leggies. Yeah, get him oh, back. Yeah. What the hell is wrong with that bloke? Why can't he no, bowl? He was suspended from bowling as well as oh, leadership yeah. groups. Suspended so, from a whole lot of tape on his head. No, but he's not allowed to be a leadership or a leg spinner ever again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Alex. I just a thing popped into my head. Is Wade going to get selected? Is is Wade in the squad? He's not, in, he's not even in the Australia. That's cool. I don't understand that. That's crazy to me. Like, he played at the Ashes a lot, like that series. Why wouldn't he be considered... Only one who made 100 outside of Steve Smith for the Australian team. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's just white ball specialist now. Yeah, it must that's be. David, they said, tell your story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Suck <laughs> shit, Wade, is what they <laughs> said. By sit, on this, sit on this and rotate, I think, <laughs> to Matthew. Yeah. It didn't even put it into context about him not making the squad. It just sucks shit. Yeah. It's a text message from George Bailey. He's not good Bailey. enough friends with George Bailey. Yeah. Bailey didn't yeah. get out of selection and fucking... Well, yeah. George <laughs> Bailey went in and went, we're getting rid of this bloke. Ding and fucking flick him. <laughs> that's, how you know, that's how you know you're actually good yeah. mates with George Bailey. He pulls out of selection. Sorry. It's weird, though, because the day after the squad's announced, Matty Wade sent George Bowen an email, asked him if he wanted to go 50-50 in a pizza shop in Rebar. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say, send him a picture of his fucking yeah. hole. <laughs> Suck shit, said Dick Pickback. 
Uh, all right. So as Ross touched on, um, we've got the five tests for the Ashes, and that I think it's the fifth and final test. He's in WA. 50-50 now. It is 50-50 at the moment, according to the chairman of the Wacker, which for those playing home isn't the ground, but is actually the West Australian Cricket Association. Um, so he's saying with the border restrictions and Kim Jong McGowan's way of going about it, they are at this point only a 50-50 chance to actually host that test match. So you know what's going to be even fucking more amazing if this happens? The fifth test is a chance to get moved to Tassie. Okay. Tim Payne could have had his captaincy Ashes swan song in the uh... test. And because four years ago he couldn't keep his dick in his pants to take a photo, now he fucking doesn't get to do it. Oh. Poor old Dick Payne. I mean Tim Payne. <laughs> Poor old Richard Payne, eh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are you right, eating, Ross? That's about it for the Ashes. I'm sure the English are doing some other shit, but fucking who gives a fuck about that? I'm eating some um, Tasmanian heritage camembert. <laughs> oh, Tasmania's finest, just cheese. Oh, mm. Dick Cheese. <laughs> 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 Funny, never thought of Tim Payne's name very much as you know the word pain being in it, but then his wife unfortunately has been caught up in all this, of course. And her name is Bonnie Payne, which is a funny name. Bonnie Payne. Bonnie Payne. Where does it hurt? Oh, Bonnie <laughs> Payne everywhere. <laughs> oh, oh fuck! Got a bit of Bonnie oh, Payne. Oh, <laughs> Bonnie Payne down the lower end. Oh, it's jeez, oh. that hurts. Lower oh, Bonnie Payne. Got a bit. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Oh, a bit of the old body pain. Oh. Lower body pain. So I get a heat pack for me, lower body pain. Get a heat pack. You heat pack or ice pack? Oh, heat pack. Oh, Anyone got any Tinko rub me bodies going on? Uh, actually, there was one thing I just did remember, which I don't have on my agenda, but I'll quickly touch on. Um, Mark Wood come out and made some comments in the media in the last couple of days talking about how the myth of the baggy green and rah, 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 and it doesn't scare him and, you know, rah, rah. It's, like, it's a hat. It's not meant to scare you, cunt. But he also... <laughs> the um the part of the whole thing... Like, I can live with all of that, like people being... Yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. He's a weird unit. Yeah. That's fine. The thing that really got me, but was he goes, yeah, who cares? We get baggy blue, so it doesn't mean anything. They're not tut, 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 Mark Wood. That hat you fucking wear is not a fucking baggy blue, mate. English style cricket hats are not the same as a baggy green. They're, two, yeah. they're the two types of cricket hats, mate. There's the baggy and there's the English style. You wear English style, you stupid fucking cunt. Learn you <laughs> shut up. Yes, David. Is this the same gypsy who rides an uh, imaginary horse? It is. Yeah, and feeds yeah. an apple. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna, that was See my point too. How's he going sourcing apples for his imaginary yeah. apples here in Australia for his imaginary horse? See you later, mate. That's Catch why he wants the Tasmanian test. Yeah. <laughs> hey, apples. The apple oil. <laughs> Give him a little Jonathan. There you go, mate. Uh, all righty. So from there, we're going to move on we're going to talk about a bit of the domestic cricket uh because as we know this is a podcast focused on national domestic and local <laughs> cricket yeah yep. with an australian focus yes yeah, so, um, interesting off, first class cricket or something yeah we'll start yeah. off with a bit of sheffield shield so uh queensland hosted wa the gabba uh this is about a week and a half ago now uh, WA, won, <laughs> WA won the toss in the league. Uh, <laughs> WA would roll Queensland for 129. Usman would make 70. Lance Morris would take four for 21. I've never heard of that young man. Good That's a wrestler's name, surely. Yeah. Lance Morris. And uh, Jahai Richardson would take three for 30. Jahai. 
In reply, the WA boys would make 281. It was Josh Philippi, Cruel Intentions, made 129. And Cameron Green made 53. And it was our man, what the feckity, Mark Steckity, took four for 74. Must have found his kit bag and got his shit together. That's it. So Queensland went out and had another bat. They made... Uh, 246. Joe Burns will get 49 and Matty Renshaw will get 43. I was but, saying Joe Burns. <laughs> but it was uh, it was Jahai Richardson taking five for 23. Um, so WA were left 95 for victory. They would chase three wickets down. Bancroft get 47 not out. Yes, Roscoe. Sorry to break it to you, Mick. We've already done this game. <laughs> Not, it wasn't on my last agenda, mate. So we haven't done. Oh, it. <laughs> and the agenda the never lies, Ross. We've already got the votes in the. Well, all I know, mate, is it wasn't on my agenda. So <laughs> oh, you made it him twice. I'm gonna go on it. Yeah. <laughs> Calm down, champ. Fucking yeah. <laughs> you know what? We might have done it, and I might have just believed off the agenda before I actually fucking wrote it. The agenda never lies, Mick. Yeah. I'm back at you, mate. Mark Steckity took two for twenty-one. WA win by seven wickets. WA gets seven point. 7.81 points, and Queensland get one point. Jamie Cox medal. See if they match up now, Roscoe. Jai Richardson gets three. Josh Phillip Bay gets two. Mark Steckity gets one. You're on mute, Dickie. Oh, sorry, I was just Fuck. checking back through the minutes from the last um, yeah. meeting. <laughs> and they had that... Um, I'll change into what you just told me, but it had um, uh, Phillip Bay three, Jai Hoi one, Usman one, J-Hoy two. So I'll change him. J-Hoy got the three. Yeah, Philip A got two and Steckity got one. Steckity, what the feckity? It's Andrew's not feckity. Fuck, we're dominating. Who's going to get any votes because he threw the coin too high, so he lost his... Uh, okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Right, <laughs> what about Tassie versus Australia Blundstone? Have I done that one? Tassie versus South Australia, that's done. Yep. That's done as well? <laughs> yeah, I did him. Oh, you! I oh, see. This is the problem. That I didn't do it, so that's not on my. Agenda. Oh, ah, we need a team. Let again, all of our listeners know our dirty laundry. Air it. Let's uh, go. So what about New South Wales and the Vixens? Yeah, <laughs> no, that's good. You can all do right. this one. Okay. So New South Wales played Victoria at the SCG. Uh, the Vix, uh, the Vix won the toss and sent New South Wales in. Uh, New South Wales would make two thirty-three. Dan Hughes would get seventy, and Hayden Kerr would get six. Who? Well, so Wayne brother. Hayden yeah, Wayne, yeah, got 62, not out. Um, I've got no idea who that cunt is. Uh, John, Mer- John Merlo got two for 14. Like a fine wine, Mick. And Matty Short got two for 25. Bold a bit full, apparently, Matty Short. Uh, Victoria would make 271 in reply. And it was Gin's man, Travis Dean, getting 100. That <laughs> fucking Dean. Carried his bat, old Trav Dean. Uh, give him another year. Second <laughs> bloke to do it twice for Victoria. Ever? Looks like the grown-up version of the kid from the Sixth Sense. <laughs> <laughs> but Bill with smaller eyes. And yeah. Trav Dean. Crab-like Trav eyes. Yeah, dark eyes of a crab. In good company. Yeah. He's, apparently Travis Dean's going to get a, a shower cubicle named after him in the MCG. Bill Ponce <laughs> yeah. has got grandstand. He's going to yeah. get shower cubicle in the away rooms. Yeah. 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 Trav Dean used to walk out onto the G and look across all the pictures and go, I see dead pictures. Shocking, but well done, me. Oh, it's on so many levels. It's on a true comedy. <laughs> so the South Blanc Johnny Merlot would also get four. 
Um, and it was the man who went to the dark side. It was Darth Chris Tremaine. He took four for 52 for New South Wales. Fucking dog. And Darth Chris Tremaine. And Tambi is saying he would get three for 60. Uh, so New South Wales would have another bat. They would get seven down for 285 <sighs> when they declared. Curtis Patterson would get 112. And Jason Sanger would get 78. It was Big Dumb Paddo who tore through him getting five for 71. And Xavier Crone got two for 71. So the Vicks will get four for 91 in their second innings. Hanson will get 39. Jack Edwards will get one for one. And Tambier will get one for 115. This match would end in a draw, mainly due to most of the second day from memory being lost to... Oh, dang. Yep. So is this the, the Vicks, game that um, Chief Sutherland got COVID? It was. Yeah. Yeah. Dog. So uh, the Vicks will get 2.65 points and New South Wales will get 2.13. Vicks yeah. are doing better. Yeah. Yeah, shit, yeah. Jamie comes medal. Suck shit. Three votes to Trav Dean. Two votes to the Spoon, Curtis Patterson, and one vote to Big Dumb Paddo. The Spoon, Curtis Patterson. Very good. All right. So so the next two matches I've been told, Roscoe is going to cover these two. That's correct. We head down to Blundstone Arena in Hobart for West Australia versus Tasmania. And this is a very interesting game because uh, Sam White made 176 in the first innings to guide uh, WA to 405 for nine. Pick of the Tassie bowlers was Gabe Ringwood Bell with three for 80. So good on him. And Jordan Silk got a wicket. One oh, over, on one man. for eight. King Brown. He uh, caught and bowled Darcy short. I don't reckon I've ever seen Jordan Silk bowl. So good yeah, on him. I reckon him. if you went to sports bet on that happening, you'd get long odds. Mm. That's pretty good. Really yeah, it's good. Tasmania in reply made 317 mm. thanks to 102 to Caleb Jewell and our man Timmy Ward, 86, off just uh, double count, 217 balls. So go good clip for him. Jordan Silk made 73, but they were still almost 100 behind. Four for 53 to Richardson. Cameron Gannon, the cannon, three for 87. And Cameron Green, 10 overs, five maidens, none for 12. So good for him. WA second innings. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, he made yeah. a half century in the second innings. Oh, good on him. Yeah. So they went I wish him all the best. <laughs> <laughs> Your man, Mick. Bradley, Jared Freeman, two for 77. Oh, what a gun. <laughs> so that let, uh, they batted for about an hour on the morning of the fourth day, WA, to set this target of 315. So that'd be off about 90 odd overs. Yeah. And, um, Tassie did it easy. Tim Ward dropped anchor, 42 off 94, but everyone Spoiler else... alert, fucking hell. Yeah. Everyone else actually made runs at a good clip. 60 for Caleb Jewell off 73. Ben McDermott, 40 off 69. And Jordan Silk, 83 not out off 100. You king. Got him over the line with uh, Lawrence Neil Smith, the bloke with uh, hyphenated first name, second name, combo with the second name as a surname. It's unbelievable. Uh, comment, geez, you, don't see enough. you don't see enough all hyphenated. So right. Lawrence yeah. hyphen Neil hyphen Smith. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you don't see enough of, Ross. Yeah. Well, I won't um, steal the thunder about the WBBL, but um, that was Amanda Jade Wellington. That's oh, a, yeah. That's a hyphenated first name. This is Lawrence is his first name, which is usually a surname. And then Neil Smith hyphenated is his surname. Mm. And now he's got a first name mixed first into name. his surname. Yeah. All right. So and his surname is a surname. 
he's got bags. yeah, he's, he's got, got two surnames and a first name, but he's fucking got the wrong chaos. Whoa, yeah. this is chaos. Who are the mad punters who are his parents? Anyway, we get on with yeah. um, the bowling figures. Jay High three for fifty six in a losing cause, not bad. He's uh, had a glut hey, of and high. And um, well done to David Johnston, who was match referee there. Tazzy, for pulling off the unlikeliest of victories <laughs> and pulling it off. They were thinking of their fallen leader, I think. They don't, they don't lose on their own dunghill. Well done to David Johnston, the match referee. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll say this again, Ross. I wish him all the best. Oh, it's like the hell I like his work, old David. <laughs> Chano. <laughs> Tazzy 7.56 points Western Australia 2.51 0.01 apparently is for a nice cursive work on the team sheet okay we move on from that to go to the votes of course uh, it can't go past Sam Whiteman's 176 so he got the three uh, Caleb uh, Jewell he's very good he seems to be very really consistent um, looks like a bit of a weirdo but anyway he got 102 and 60 so he got uh Two votes, and then Jay High Richardson got a bag of wickets in both innings, so good on him. He can have one vote. Alrighty, moving on to the next game, which is uh, very exciting, Mick. It was um, a game of cricket between Queensland and the Sacker. Ah, over at Sacker Town. Now, they played this one for some reason on the um, Karen Rolton over. Games at Karen Rolton always throw up something, don't they, Alex? Yes, Usually always. Usually it's like, you know, 600 runs for the loss of four wickets in each innings of the three innings they get through. Yes. This time it was something different. The groundsman obviously had something better to do on Saturday and thought that they'd wrap this one up quick and leave a dirty great big hole in the covers when it rained nice. on Friday. Someone walked over it with spikes on. Really? No, I've no idea. Someone was on the piss the night before and just said, fuck this. Oh, yeah, no, that's, that's true. Someone turned the sprinklers on underneath. underneath the the <laughs> what they wanted to do was get on the piss instead of playing cricket for a Does living. Does anyone know that's... where Dan Warrell was when all this happened? <laughs> 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 what happened was there is a damp spot on the pitch and a good length, and Manus Lavishane got hit. Right, Tim Payne. Yeah. <laughs> and... Um, Manus Labuschagne got hit a few times and then by mutual consent, the umpires, the South Australians and the Queenslanders decided to let the pitch dry out and come back tomorrow and play this because it's dangerous at the moment. And lo and behold, Mick, who should jump on social media after seeing this you know, decision by mutual consent and have a bellyache about things but your man, Chad Sayers. Oh, knock me down with a feather. <laughs> Saying that, um, oh, it gets a bit tough for the bowlers. Maybe we should all walk off and Good on Greg Blewett for chipping back and saying, tell him to shut up, basically, in nicer words than that. So, Maybe yeah. not up to it, Chad. Maybe. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, maybe just keep being retired. Hmm. Maybe anyway, just not good enough, mate. <laughs> uh, when it did get, uh, they did get out there to have a bat, Marnus Labrishane made 110 and Bryce Street made 87. That was good for them. They were going at a slow old pace, though, the um, Queenslanders. I made were they? Yeah, off 120 overs. A bit like this um, wrap-up. Slow old pace. Yeah. Yeah. I think the clock but, behind you ticked backwards there. <laughs> <laughs> the of the bowlers, would you believe, was Liam Scott. Great Scott. Great Scott. 
seven, <laughs> listen to these figures, would you? Oh, Stokes. yes, I will, mate. I've got two sets of numbers for you. Okay, right. Liam Scott, fourth bowl of you, 17 overs, eight maidens, three for 16. Yep. Yeah, that's good going. Going, going at 0.94 and over. Uh, after that, it was Lloyd Pope. Now, bear in mind that um, Queensland made three, 299, 300, we'll call it. Lloyd Pope, 25 overs out of the 120 bowled. One maiden, one for 114. Going at five and over. That's good going as well, if you're a yeah. batsman. <laughs> <laughs> they gave up a third of the runs in one-fifth of the overs. Hmm. Uh, well, we move on. South Australia, it's not surprising. We do. Yeah. So South Australia decided that uh, they'd see their 299 and they'd raise it with 102 in 45 overs, <laughs> yep. including a lovely start of um, being 5 for 61 and they managed to crawl all the way to 102. Good for them. Pick of the um, bowlers, Queensland, Matthew Kuhneman, the spinner, 525 for him. Who the man? Kuhneman. Um, and now this is brave captaincy and also what I like to see. Listen, Quadra, enforce the following. Yeah, good. Despite them only making 299 in the first innings. Yeah. So um, they only have to have 150 lead as well in first-class cricket to enforce the follow-on. Yeah. Right. Travis Head made a ton. No one else did much. 284 all out they were. Kuhneman picked up another three, but it was my man. Yeah, Gorinda Sandu, who's back in town. Oh, Six for oh, Monty. Yeah. He's just, having, he's just having a fantastic time of it. And he's keeping Xavier Bartlett, who played in their Shield winning team. Oh, I thought you were about to say, we're keeping as well. I'm like, fucking Jesus. What else Six for and a couple of catches. Yeah. <laughs> Did he? I don't think so. Uh, we move on. Good uh, that left Queensland with the enviable task of chasing down 88. For victory, and they did it thanks to Usman Khawaja making 52 off 36 balls, hitting 10 points. Got to be slow. Yeah, yeah. And um, Liam Scott, three overs, two maidens, one run from his three overs. So he bowls incredibly tight. He's going to 0.33 economy there. How long till he goes plays for another state? Yeah, Lloyd Pope, three overs, number 24. Just they need to move on. Good work there to Michael Graham Smith. And now that's Michael. Space Graham hyphen Smith. So just in case you just get stuck on these shit names again. It's funny that his surname is the name of the test cricketer, Graham Smith. Anyway, he did a great job on Pine. That's funny. I find that funny too, Ross. Funny, ha ha. Yes. <laughs> Queensland, 7.22 points. South Australia, they're going for the list, 0. 0.4. Well played, oh. Saka. Oh, fuck, they are. Is that, did that break the record? Though, or was it, was it 0. No. 0.2? Round three, so this was round five. SA 0.4. They are now second on the board, lowest (laughs) for this season. In round three, Tassie got 0.26. Yeah, that was in 0.2. So, yeah, they'll probably probably stay on the dais, I'd say, for the remainder. South Australia are fucking terrible. They are terrible. So yeah. before we move off, shit, we'll just quickly run through the ladder. So oh, I, uh, I haven't given the votes yet. Mate. Oh, sorry, Ross. Oh, on, Nick. Sorry, Everyone be yeah. silent while Ross puts it into his spreadsheet, no, okay? Possible. I actually forgot. Yeah. <laughs> well, they went for some reason for Kuhneman to get man of the match. Well, what did he get? Three and three and four. I'm guessing oh, okay. Sandu for three votes because it's Ross's boy. Yeah, well, Sandu can have one. <laughs> Kuhneman get the three because the other mob said he get three. And then um, Manus can get two for his ton and head uh, stiff shit. You got 100, doesn't <laughs> I don't like you. So there you go. Your team didn't win, so you don't deserve it. Yeah, Alrighty, over to you, Nick. 
Alrighty, yeah, so the latter at the moment in the Shield, most teams haven't played five games apart from the Vicks and Taz, um, New South Wales. They've only played three against each other. Uh, so at top of the ladder, we've got uh, WA has got two wins from their five matches with 22.24 points. Queensland is in a close second with two wins at 20.77. And Tassie on two wins also has 20.08. The Vicks have two wins from their three matches to beat 17.66. So they're really the moral victors, I feel. Yes. You know, so, yeah. Uh, SA has zero wins from their five games. Bullshit, do they? (laughs) 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 And they have 9.12 points, which is... And then... um, Last and definitely least, New South Wales have zero wins from their three games against the Vicks, and they have 3.93 points, averaging a little bit over 1.4 points a game. So, yuck. Yuck indeed. Now, Mick, we shouldn't forget the Marsh One Day Cup. Yes, I've got you down for that as well, buddy. Oh, good. Did you do the Vic versus New South Wales one? I haven't done any of it because you said you were going to do the One Days. Did I? Oh, more numbers, more numbers. Ah, here we go. Read that team sheet, yeah, your beauty. Let's go, Ross. Bring it down. Okay. New South Wales. You pointed this one out to us, Kim. If everyone makes twenty, we'll be all right. At least, yes. and that's exactly what they did, all the way down to number nine, and they made three hundred and forty-four for seven, with no one making more than fifty-one, but no one making less than twenty-one. <laughs> it was a very strange scorecard. Yeah, it never happens that way. Yeah, Apart one that never happened. One time, obviously, that's obviously yeah. I've just contradicted myself in saying that, but yeah. it rarely really yeah. happens. Sam Harper caught the first four wickets. That was good for him. Yeah, it was um, good for him. Yeah, it was. Uh, I wish him all the best. Yeah, Sam Elliott played, son of um, Matthew Elliott, went for 7.85 and over. That was good. Brody Couch played, debutant, took two for 65. Going Don't sleep on him. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Victoria, now, I was heard a little whisper about uh, what they were thinking of Vicks when they went to this. They thought that if you were ahead of what New South Wales were after 25 overs, you got a bonus point. Yeah. Yeah. But um, that's not the case in this competition. And they were just Fuck. shoot. Mackenzie Harvey made 55. Good to see him in there. Jake Fraser McGurk, good to see him playing. He made 45. Everyone else was terrible. Yes. No one else made more than 13. And that was um, James Seymour of Hunters and Collectors. And Victoria were rolled for 170 in the 33rd over to lose by... 174 runs. Fucking smashed. They they lost by more than they scored runs. How often does that happen in 15? (laughs) They bat their overs, Ross. That's how it happens. Tanvir sang a four for 21. Ham and cheese. Tampa played two for 44. So, yeah. Player of the match was Hayden Kerr. His brother Wayne was there watching, clapping him on too. Oh. Um, that's bloody terrible. Uh, six points New South Wales got for that. Jeez. What a... Winning. Yep. Alrighty. Dan Hughes. Um, Gilkey's got 51, so he got the two votes. And one vote, Daniel Hughes, for being a good bloke. Alrighty. <laughs> <laughs> we move on now to, to the other games. And there's one on today, Nick. That was a good one. Yep. Yeah, South Australia versus Queensland. South Australia yep. There's remarkable similarities. I watched a bit of this game. I watched a bit of uh, Friday night's game as well, which is Tassie versus WA. Very similar. The team uh, the they're best. both playing cricket. 
Yeah. Yeah. Global, yeah. Grounds, yeah. And runs were scored, but not as many as could have been scored. So uh-huh. let's go through today's game, then we'll let's rewind. Do it. Yeah, let's rewind history, then go back to Friday's game. So uh, you'll see what I mean by similarities. The Saka were flying about one for 150 in the 26th over. Right? One for 150 in the 26th over. So yeah. they hadn't even got to the 30s. There's more room to go before they had to double their score, right? So already on 150. So <laughs> four more overs before they had to double their score. Right. So minimum, you'd think 300. Okay. Yeah. They made 274. They collapsed from none for 159 to be all out 274. Oh, pathetic. I know. Including a period where um, Gurinder Sandhu took wickets with the fifth and sixth ball of one over. Then Kuhneman came on and took two wickets in his over. And then <laughs> Sandu came back and bowled an absolute first ball of his next over, bowled an absolute perfect Yorker, knocked middle stump out of the ground of Nathan McAndrew, who has zero on his back, but he made one run. Ooh, and Sandu had a hat trick. He had a hat trick. Well done, Sandals. Took four for 44 off nine. He picked the bowlers. Queensland, they got in a little bit of strife early doors. Manus Labuschagne was run out for 11, and they were in a bit of poo at three for 38 off 10. Deep in the mire. Matty Renshaw played really well. He's very strong off his pads. Yeah. Rubbish and filth on the leg side. He just puts it away. <laughs> and uh, 156 and 109. He was going at more than run the ball the whole innings. And no uh, ably supported by Max Bryant. Yeah, he's changed his game, Matty Renshaw. He looks a better player. I wouldn't be surprised in a few years if he's not a sneaky back in at number five or six in the test team. You heard it here first. Yeah. All righty. Max Bryant, 68 of 67. He was good too. Just knocked him around, supported Renshaw. And then Jim Pearson came in and just got a red ink to get him over the line. So three votes to Renshaw for his 156. Two votes to yeah. Alec Kerry for 101. And then just the one for Sandu for his hat trick because it was just through Australia. So, you know, what's, you know, anyone get a hat trick against him? South Australia lose again. They did. Yeah. Neil Poif. Yeah. Fuck. And uh, it was a good job by. Um, Steve Davis there. He was match referee. Nice. I like his work. He is. He's solid. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah. All right. We rewind uh, time now to go back to Friday night. And uh, that was a good game down at the home of Tasmanian cricket. Blunston. An arena. Yep. For some reason, this went, oh, results, not fixtures. Here we go. Yeah, you want results. Yeah. Righty. WA, they were flying. Uh, Whiteman made 79 off 65, and they were at the 25 over mark. They're one for 164, right? So they're even further ahead <laughs> with even more overs <laughs> to get to 30 overs. To double, double it. it. And they're, even, they're on 164. Uh, and from 164, they only made 294 for nine. They Fucking pathet- for nine. Yes. Didn't yes. even go all out. Pathetic. <laughs> Cardinal. No. Their <laughs> top, the top scorer down in the second part of the innings was um, Andrew Ty, made 34. Oh, Pick of the uh, Tassie Bowls was um, my man, Tim David, who showed yeah. his worth in the innings later. Um, ben McDermott, 133. He was Same there almost to the end. And he was ably supported by uh, Mac Wright, Mac and Cheese, our man, who made 55. Mac and Wright. He, Yep, Mac Wright. Oh, and he's going to be the whitest bloke in the world. <laughs> hey, Mac. Right. Hey, Mac. And uh, strangely enough, it was um, 
Andrew Ty, who let the team down, which is it's like he's playing for Australia. Uh, oh, uh, come on, Ross. He's actually never been any good, Andrew Ty, which has yep. been good. A lot of people have been hoodwinked him for a long time. He had two for six off two overs, right? His first two overs, he had two for six. Yep. He came back on, just started bombing these half trackers, and the shackles were on. Like they're well behind the run. They're going like four and a half and over, needed seven to eight and over. And then Mac right hit him for a six and a four, game apart, Tassie in control. In the Jade Herrick half tracker half hour. Yeah, and Tim David came in, smacked him around 36 of 23, five fours, just when it was needed, got him over the line. He is a good pickup, Tim David. I'd do, you know, hang on to him. He knows his role. Tim too. David. Yeah, two first names as well. Yeah. Craig's son. Yeah. So the worst of the um, WA bowlers was Andrew Ty for mine. Absolutely. Brain explosion way to bowl after he bowled. Yeah, shit. Yeah. Ashley Short wasn't much better either. Ashton Turner was crap too. Three overs, number 29. Get yourself off, you captain. Don't bowl yourself, you shit. Okay, you should know this. Yep. All right, so that was good. They chased it down with like uh, 15 balls to spare. Sodas just laughing. Righty, votes for this one. Ben McDermott got the three, two to Sam Whiteman, and one vote to. Andrew um, Ty, keep yeah. at it, son. Yeah, yeah. Encourage I wish him all the best. Yeah, Tim Dave, two for 25, and his little cameo at the end. Mac and cheese, right? A bit stiff, yeah, unlike Tim Payne. Oh. Okay. <laughs> right. We move over to uh, the table, Mick. All important table. Yes. Yeah, WA played five games. They got 13 points at the top of the tree. Uh, Queensland, four points, four games, nine points. New South Wales a third because they played two games. They had one right, out, and they had a win where they got all points plus the bonus points. So they're third, despite having only played two games. And they got a net run rate of 3.48. Wow. Everyone else is between zero and one. Ooh, uh, oh, yeah. wow. That's, that's a big and difference net rate, between Their net run rate will be hard to catch. And In, bottom uh, of the heap. Uh, yeah. <laughs> bottom of the heap, Victoria. I think they need a specialist white ball coach. Because you don't go and lose by more runs than you score. It's just pathetic. Yeah. New coach. Needs... Rogers needs to go. Yeah, he never played one day cricket for WA. He doesn't know anything about it. Wouldn't know he'd flick a white ball from a cricket. We hit him in the head. <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs> Shocking. All right, Mick, back to you. All right. Thank oh, you, Ross. So uh, we're just hey, going. Hey, George, how's it going, Alex? Good. Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> mercifully, I don't have one this week. <laughs> mercifully, <laughs> everyone. <laughs> All right, so we'll quickly wind up with a bit of local cricket before we kick off. So, um, so we kick off our return of the local cricket segment with former BBL cult hero and big lug Craig Simmons. So Big Simmons oh. walked out to bat for the Rockingham Mandura Cricket Club in... <laughs> He was batting for he was batting at number nine. Why? Why was he batting at nine? Oh, give the kids he's, a go. He's out there late. He's at the chicken shop. Had a few deliveries in the morning to do. So no, yeah. he's just a customer at the chicken shop. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> had a few deliveries to eat in the morning. Had a big night on Friday night. Oh, I wish him all the best with this. Me too. Stop <laughs> fat shaming, you big bastard. Come on. Right. So, 
Big Simo went out to the middle. The side uh, were seven for 73 with the Rockingham Rock Spiders. Uh, Big Craig would leave the field four hours later, having been dismissed for 176 from 198 balls. When he left the field, he had taken the score from seven to 73 to 345. Fuck. So not bad nah. going. I watched a few of the highlights and there was a lot of just heaving the ball over the field and whacking the fuck out of it, as expected. So uh, well yeah. done to Big Simo. So next up is uh fuck. We'll say Felana, Felana Fernando from the Gowan Bray Career Club in Victoria. He made 200 not out of a of a hundred balls. Jesus. Uh, he hit 18 fours and 12 sixes. So that's pretty good going on its own, but he wasn't to be outdone there. He then took the pill and bowled seven overs and took six for nine. So that's fucking not a bad guy. That's not a bad day of cricket. So champo up. points there, Mick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so next up, oh, we've yeah. got um, Darley Cricket Club in Victoria where Madushanka, Edge and Yunker took nine for 15 off 71 oh, overs. Fuck. 71 <laughs> overs? Oh, sorry, 7.1. Stephanie went bold from both ends. Yeah, I keep pacing yeah, that so 72 over. 15, call. Nine, nine <laughs> 15 off 7.1 overs. Um, that included 35 dot balls. So for those playing at home, that's 5.5 overs of his 7.1 over. 55 overs balls, of dot balls. Which means they only score <laughs> off eight balls in his spell. <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, just can't um, get over how many overs he bowled. Yeah, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> so next up, we've got the Western Suburbs Cricket Club who play in the WA Suburban Turf Association uh, where Good Jason call. Calamaris would get 207 not out and he would team up with Chad Paul who got 101 not out to combine Chad, oh, 311 no. for the second wicket of their 40 oh. over one day match. Oh, yuck. Imagine bowling in that. Oh, imagine, like, I hope they batted first. So, like, the opening bats to the other team are like, oh, fucking hell. What are we going to do? Well, it's okay, yeah, everyone. If we all match, score 70. Bat first, though, that many runs, but, yeah. Oh, true. That's a good point. Yeah. The, the, by the, the standards of cricket that I've known my entire life, yes, it's quite obvious that they batted first. All righty. And finally, uh, for our last stop on this uh, podcast, Local Cricket, we stop in at the Eastern Cricket Association yes. in Melbourne, where West Ivanhoe's second 11 player, Mike oh. Brenty, would open the season making 76 at the top of the order oh. and then would take the rock and take six for 28 off eight overs. What a fucking gun this bloke yeah. is. Jeez, he could be anything. Get him in the test side. Get him in the talent pathway. And if he wasn't 39 and one-legged and fat, he'll be anything. Matt, well bowled, Michael. Thank you. Yes, Thank and you. batted. So, well clubbed. I, I did like that um, one of our former presidents was there watching and then went out of his way apparently all week to tell everyone it was the worst display of bowling he's ever seen. So, um, oh, figures like don't lie. So that's all I'll say. Yeah. Figures don't fucking lie. My cricket doesn't have wagon wheels and figures don't fucking lie. So... I'll take my six for 28. Worst display of bowling he's ever seen. Six for. I was just wondering, if you think that's the best you've bowled this year? Uh, It's actually not, I don't reckon. (laughs) Thank you. Just wondering. Won't care. Bowled twice. Bowled twice. Um, Yeah, we had one of our other blokes. He had his best spell out of three games, didn't you, Alex? 
Yeah, that happened to me this week. Bowled quite well. Best I've bowled all year, fellas. So, yeah, all three years. Games. <laughs> like, like 24 yeah, overs I've bowled. <laughs> when did this turn into a fucking pissing contest? <laughs> I, t- I took none for nineteen off my eight though. Wow, wow. Jeff Kiss, well done. You keep at it. Yeah, yeah. I wish myself all the best. Yeah. You little scamp. Keep at it. I could be anything. You put me yeah. in a talent pathway. Last but not least, Mick, local cricket. Would yes, you, Roscoe. Would you play in a competition called the Kookaburra Cup? Do you think T Twenty competition? Um, if it was offered to you, no. Nah. No, fair enough. Anyway, it's the yes. more, you know, there's cricket regions. I that's in, what it was called up home. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it is. So you know how there's regions of cricket yeah. in country Victoria. Well, Bendigo is in Northern Rivers. Don't really know what that oh, means. Oh, nice, anyway, Lismore. Uh, they draw in teams from Arnold and Echuca and Kundalini and somewhere. Yeah, and they um and a couple from Bendigo. And today was Cookaburra Cup Day, so uh, they played. Was Bort playing in this? No, Arnold uh, beat Bort. They play in the same comp. Ah, uh, there you go. Yeah. What about Strathfield, say? Yeah, no, they didn't make it. Strathdale was there instead. Uh, okay. Losers. Mm. Donald? Strathfield. Donald, were they no, playing? No, they didn't make it. Birdship? No, I don't know. There were 18. Uh, Shut the fuck Jasperate. up. Uh, if we be quiet, he can finish his story and we can all uh, get off here uh, and go, go to bed. Yeah. So, how do you decide this competition when you bring eight teams together? Of course, you play three rounds in one day. That's three yes. games of C20. Robin. On a Sunday, starting at 10 a.m., there was oh, game one. The winners progress to play each other. The losers got to play each other as well, just for something to do at 1.30. Oh. And, then the, and then the final was at 5 p.m. Um, at the QEO. So there were lights and it finished at about 10 oh, yeah. 8. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a day's cricket for you. If you love your cricket, yeah. love your Kookaburra Cup. <laughs> Did you head down, it. Ross? No, I didn't know it was on until I saw the results of the last game. Nah, right. uh, probably wouldn't have made it anyway. But there you go. You could, you guys, this could be you. You could be playing Kookaburra Cup, playing three games of T20 on a Sunday. Mark, how good. You played Saturday for 80 overs. You yep. could back up and play um, 120 overs of T20 cricket. And you're on Tuesday. Yeah, turn up training on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Do some weights on Monday night and then into it Tuesday. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Not, not tempting? Huh? No. Oh, I'd be all over it, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, your game suits T20 yeah. cricket too. And my fitness levels, like I'm dynamic in the field. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And your recovery of your body is like, quite good. I think oh, it's yeah. your, your strong tendon strength that you have is where your body recovers. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Also, there's a massive brouhaha by a group of fellas. I thought that was going to be your local cricket story. No, I, the no, no, I found this one. I've got a second for you. A group of Bellends <laughs> running a local cricket comp and a group of Bellends with the local cricket umpires. And uh, they're seeing who can be the biggest dumb cunts out of the pair of them. <laughs> and, or, yeah, sorry. And <laughs> they're seeing <laughs> who can be yeah. more petty. Yeah. So the umpires didn't go to an association meeting in July, so the association <laughs> fined the umpires $100. The umpires don't reckon that they're employed by the league because the, play, the clubs pay them 60 bucks each each week, and then they're not even – they're volunteers, even though they get money, because the ATO says if you earn that little, it's not actually taxable. So they're getting free, untaxable money. You're still not a volunteer in my book, but good luck with that argument. And then a club stepped in and said, this is nonsense. Both of you lot are being petty and paid the $100 fine. But the Umpires Association said, no, we don't accept that and re- demanded that the league refund the $100. Oh, my God. And the games went ahead on the weekend with players umpiring, except oh. for one club who has a former player who's now an umpire, and he just came back and umpired for the day for free. Cross the picket line. <laughs> scab. 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 <laughs> 
I'm fucking yeah. throwing bricks at that bastard. You don't fucking cross the picket line. You I do. guarantee you that an umpire's association that is that petty to not fucking pay that fine and accept that fine being paid and doesn't want to umpire, the blokes who went out and umpired instead were probably better umpires. Yeah, good. Fucking blokes <laughs> That's amazing that they've demanded the fund that the money that got paid. Yeah. Oh my God. They want the league bylaws change the umpires um, so that the association can't find them. Good luck for standing up against shitty fucking meetings. Well done. Yeah, I agree with that. But they should have just, yeah, just kept umpiring and not paid the fine. Yeah. I'm just going, no, what are they going to do? 100 bucks, though. Who cares? Well, it's probably 20 umpires. Just chuck in a couple of bob each and you're away. Well, it doesn't matter though. Like, what's the point of paying a fine? Like, who cares? Yeah, well, maybe we'll just do Yeah, have, have a special in depth report. I'll do some research. Oh, 60 minutes. <laughs> All righty. I think that's enough of that. Um, does anyone else have any listener feedback or any final thoughts or anything? Not at all. No. no just a final thought from me. <laughs> I just the Netherlands are playing against South Africa at the ministry ODIs. Just things that will never happen in Australia. Teams like the Netherlands yeah, are cool. allowed to visit to play one of the internationals, international cricket. Yeah, that is true. Mm. But you know Good what I Don't get bitter, get better. Um, all righty. So. <laughs> they often do say that. They, them. They're funny guys, them. <laughs> Alrighty, so uh, that'll do us, I think, for this episode. I think we'll pick the eyes out of cricket. And oh, didn't so, um, Thank you, everyone, for listening. Get yourself some Frederick Harold socks. We're getting into Christmas. They're a pretty good present. Um, yeah, boys. If you Merch. walk away from this podcast tonight with one bit of advice, don't take pictures of your cock. And that'll do us. So thank you. Fuck you. Bye-bye, everybody. <laughs> I wish everyone on this podcast the best. Don't take pictures of your cock. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>